Yo, what's good? Top of the top, episode 133, Stash House Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. This week's topics, a recap of the Versus matchup last week. Also, some new music to talk about, Nas, Isaiah Rashad, and some more artists. And my Lakers, a new look, a lot of different pieces been added to the Lakers roster. I'm going to talk about that and some more things, man. So sit back, relax, enjoy episode 133, Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? Episode 133, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute to you. And just an episode you want to hear topics about. Appreciate you also. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a great week, man. Great work week, great school week. Um... Some news, man, I saw on Facebook. And I just got to start with this because I'm excited. <laughs> Supposedly at Tiger Town, they're doing a phase three. If you're you, uh, from around my area, you know what Tiger Town is. They're doing a uh, phase three or whatever. You know what I'm saying? New businesses, whatever the case may be. Property, whatever the case may be. Supposedly a Top Golf and a Dave and Buster is going to be built there. Now, if you're from around my area, we always got to go to Atlanta. For Dave and Buster's and Top Golf, so you telling me that's going to be cut down by at least a definitely probably an hour drive. You know what I'm saying? Just to go to uh, T Town, not yeah T Town, uh, Tiger Town. I'm with it. So just want to throw that out there. I don't know the info. I just saw it on Facebook like everybody else. And Slutty Vegan is opening in Columbus too soon. I don't know why I'm plugging these businesses in. You know what I'm saying? I just got to let the people know. Like I don't do it for whatever. But, yeah. So, to start this episode, man, gotta let y'all know, bro. The versus battle last weekend, the lots versus dipset. If you haven't already listened to my podcast last week, I talked about it. If you haven't saw the battle, it's on YouTube. You can find you a good stream on YouTube. Like I said, hip-hop was definitely tuned in. Uh, the crowd, I forgot it was going to be a Madison Square Garden. An actual crowd was going to, I didn't know how this was going to have it set up. I thought it was going to be like on the basketball court and go have a stage and, you know, social distance or whatever. But nah, this looked like, this is why I imagine like Biggie made partying bullshit for. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I imagine why he made that record for situations like this. So, it started like at 9.30. Well, it went live at 9.30. They probably came on stage 10.40, maybe close to 11. So by then I was asleep, but by the time I woke up for work, I found a good stream on YouTube and I watched it. So I watched it probably two, three hours later in its entirety. So the whole energy was there, man. They had Michael, what my, my guy, uh, my guy named Michael Buffer, the uh, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. That dude, he was out there. Uh, they were showing people coming in. I saw French Montana, the newly inquired. L.A. Laker, Carmelo Anthony. I'm going to talk about that later. He was there. Fab. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe. New York. You know what I'm saying? New York was in the building. You know what I'm saying? So, it was dope to see from, like I said, being from the South, it is cool to see how other cultures, like, when they get together for an event or something, it is dope to see. Like, you saw, throughout the night, you saw many different characters on stage and everything. So, that was dope to see. 
And before the battle, last week I predicted the locks was going to win. And we talking straight records. As we came to find out, it was definitely more than just about the records during that night. As most verses are, for real, for real. So, I had the loss winning just due to, okay, on my mind, I'm just thinking straight records. You know what I'm saying? I had them pretty even, but the separating factor from the lots was going to be the posse cuts. You know what I'm saying? Reservoir Dogs, 24 Hours to Live. Said it last week. You know what I'm saying? So, that was my prediction. Uh, the crowd definitely made a difference when you got versus Dipset Lots, Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? That's very New York, so... I know they was going to be deep, deep into it. And like I said, throughout the country, man, like folks from the South, we always tuned in, you know what I'm saying? Just because growing up, if you, like I said about me, growing up, I wasn't locked in with the lots of Dipset. They were just one of those groups as I got older. I just, and I had the access to YouTube and all that. Just go back and just hear what they had going on. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, cool. I'm definitely tuned in. And when the battle started, man, the locks came out looking ready for war. Dipset took a while to come out. Eventually, Cam and uh, eventually Jewels and Freaky Ziki and uh, Jim Jones came out. It took Cam a little time to come out. Word is from Fat Joe, Cam was about to leave, and then Michael Buffer announced them that he turned around and went out. That's the word from Fat Joe. He said that what he heard. He said the reason why it took them so long to come out. I guess Cam was tripping. I don't know if it was a money situation or what. I don't think Cam said nothing about it yet. But for Fat Joe word, Cam was about to leave before the battle started. But eventually, they all when, eventually when they all got out there, man, I was just thinking in my head. I was like, bro, look at how, like my generation. It's like, yeah, we get to see some of the the legends and people leave early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we get to see. We got we got to see the. The negative of the negative last year with the pandemic, but just look at least from a music standpoint, man. Just look at all the people we grew up listening to. Look how they aging, man. Like just seeing the lots and dips set up, the you know what I'm saying. Uh, early to mid, early to mid, probably late forty year olds on stage. You know what I'm saying. Some some with some great breath uh, breath control still. You know what I'm saying. Look at of course Jay Z, Nas. Look at Look at Gotti, bro. I was just watching Breakfast Club interviews with uh 42 Doug, with 42 Doug and ESTG. And I was like, damn, Gotti. Like, that's been a, a discussion too lately, man. Like, Gotti got a squad, squad, man. I said it a few months ago. Uh, bad, Youngster, 42 Doug, ESTG. And it's like, they linking up with Baby. Like, Gotti was like, man, we just, it's too much money out here to be beefing. He said, every time you see a downfall, is over some uh, some money or these bras. He said, bro, it's too many of both of that in the world for us to be beefing. We all gonna get money together. It's enough money out here for everybody. He said, that's why we linking with Baby and all them boys, man. It's enough money for everybody. So, I like that mindset, man. Shit, Ice T and Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? Look how everybody just aging, man. Goo up. You know what I'm saying? Look at the next generation. Look what Cole got going on, man. Look in Texas. Bum B done opened up. A damn uh, burger restaurant, some shit like that. Look what we is and currency. Like, it's just dope to see, like, okay. Of course, my mom, you know what I'm saying? They grew up, you know, Run DMC, LL Cool J, but uh, look at LL Cool J, you know what I'm saying? But these boys, just, like, these men are still, like, doing what they doing. The music is probably 
20% of what these folks got going on these days, man. So it's good to see hip-hop aging gracefully, man. And shout out to Versus, man. Every time I think it's over with for Versus, they come back with a banger. So I got to salute Versus with that. But let's get to the battle, man. In this battle, there's no, hey, y'all should just skip to this round. Uh, just fast forward. Ain't none of that, bro. As soon as both of them uh, groups got on stage, it started. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was arguing like drunk uncles for like 10 minutes saying, you go first. No, you go first. Uh, tell your DJ to set it off. Tell your DJ to set it off. So then Cam was like, uh, <laughs> Cam was like, man, we home. Y'all visiting us. Y'all go first. We home. What, you, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? We home. And then Jada Kiss was like, <laughs> Cam, you stay in Miami. DJ, play that shit. <laughs> And he played the song called Fuck You and like the whole building erupted. But in my mind, I'm like, ooh, that's a that's a that's really a first round knockout. For real, for real. But I was like, Dipset got records and it went downhill. Like it it was the complete opposite. From the Lot's first record, they was in control. From Dipset first record, they weren't in control. You know what I'm saying? It was just the volume they played, I'm ready. Probably a top five, maybe a top ten dipset song. I'm ready. They played that. The volume was low. They didn't know their words. It was just bad. It was down here. Freaky Zeke on stage. And all I kept on thinking about, man, was Max B, bro. And that's another thing in this battle, man. Me being at home or me being at work seeing this, right? And like I said, it started right when they got on stage. They, they, Telling people, hey man, be quiet, shut up, shut up, let me talk, let me talk. No, you talk, no, you talk. So I was like, okay, clearly they got they getting paid, but could it happen right now? <laughs> I was like, dude, I ain't why I ain't look on no social media or nothing. So I was like, did these folks start fighting on stage? So I was like, let me just I just kept on watching. I just kept on watching, right? So throughout the whole night, man, it was a video going around the cam kicking styles. They talked on Instagram live like they was together and shit at the juice bar. But just seeing that, I was like, fam, what kind of like Jewels getting hit bandana snatch? Like Dipset just got bullied all night by the locks. Like how Shaq was dominating in the post during uh, his prime years at, as a Laker, that's how the locks was doing Dipset, man. They were just getting bullied around. And I was shocked because, well, I wasn't shocked because when you talk about the locks, like I said, everybody was on stage. That mean Rough Riders in the building. You know what I'm saying? DNY was on stage. So I was like, all right, Cam doing no better. They said Harlem was deep, though. Like, I was watching Fat Joe recap. And that was just like a good insight. Like, how I talk about stuff down here. Like, when I go to, like, he was talking about that because he was there. So it was dope to watch. It was like 40, 45 minutes long. So Harlem was in the building, they said. So I was like, man, did it go down? It didn't go down. But Styles P did shout out Mass B. And like I said, Mass, you just do your research on YouTube. Mass B and Jim Jones and Dipset for real got a long history. So do your Googles with that. So it was like jab stone all night, right? But in my mind, I'm like, dang, the lots could have really probably ended Dipset tonight because one, it's just passed. If it's didn't pass, they probably brought DMX out. That's one. But the main thing, I was like, fan, they got about two, they got a good grip. A posse cut records with Mace and Mace and Cameron and Dipset and they had they beef too. So I was like, bro, they would have brought Mace out and they was on Bad Boy with Mace. You know what I'm saying? They was on Mace record. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, 
If they would have brought Mace out, New York probably would have ended Dipset that night. You know what I'm saying? Just from the outside looking in because she, later on in the battle, Cam tried to freestyle and they booed Cam, bro. And like every New York podcast I've been watching since then, they was like, fam, that shit was that shit was like seeing a, your superhero get killed. Like they said that was like a a, a moment. Like they was like, bro, Cam got booed in Master Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. But I mean, Dipset just look unprepared. Like I said, the lots, they grew up together. They been together. They never had their stuff outside in the media. Everything been handled behind closed doors throughout their whole career. But Dipset, on the other hand, they said some things publicly about each other. And you just know it's like it ain't like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? So that was really the deciding factor. Maybe a Dipset, I ain't going to say Dipset didn't play no bad records now like they were playing they shit now but it just wasn't hitting after the beginning like when you lose like they lost all momentum bro they played some good records but at the time you like fam this ain't even about what records being played right now man like when you got the lots doing like freestyles <laughs> in a versus like <laughs> fam we are not discussing what record is a hit record or not fam like we playing we rapping on the mic no back vocals and we doing just freestyles and R&B records and shit. So, yeah, man, it was a bad night for Dipset. Jim Jones fell off stage. They made fun of Joel Santana with his fake tee. Cameron was at the lawn chair. Freaky Zeke was just moving around. He was the worst hype man. Like, he was the worst hype man. So, it was just bad for Dipset. I'm trying to think of a, a high moment for Dipset. Like I said, they did play some records that, you know what I'm If you know their music, you're like, okay. Cool, but you already lost. Like this shit was over with probably round three or three, three, four or five. It, in my opinion, it was over with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this shit ended. A lot of people would say probably round one, it was over with, but it ended pretty quick. It was like watching like a bloodbath. Like you just watching like on some Game of Thrones shit. Like it's like you watching this because you want to keep on watching it because you know what I'm saying it's entertaining. But at the same time, you like damn, damn. Dipset, y'all could have brought Wayne out, somebody, like, so, yeah, going into it, I had the loss winning, just strictly off records, but, as we came to find out, it was definitely more than just about the records with this uh, versus battle, it really jumped my list of my favorite versus battles, you know what I'm saying, but, I don't know, I don't know how, I love the crowd effect when, you know what I'm saying, with this verse, like I said, it felt like New York was in the building. You know what I'm saying? Just by watching you, like, okay, this what this what Biggie made uh, party and bullshit for. But I don't know, man. I know a lot of people like, man, they, they should did the Gucci and Jeezy one like the hell to the no. <laughs> like, it's just certain battles that don't need that kind of atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? So, it was dope to see, though, man. I definitely enjoyed it, but the locks, Jada Kiss MVP 60 point night in Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? Styles P had a double double. Sheet Looch had a triple double. You know what I'm saying? So they did their thing, man. Salute the lots and salute the dipset. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. New week, new playlist. Some records I've been having in rotation throughout the week. Check those out.
Alright, so apologies from last week, man. I was going to get to them albums, but I ain't going to lie, they slipped my mind. Apologies. But, new albums to talk about, man. Been some great music coming out. Isaiah Rashad from TDE finally dropped his project. The house is burning. One thing about TDE, man, I don't care what y'all say. We can complain all we want. Uh, they need to let SZA drop, Isaiah Rashad drop, where's Kendrick, you know what I'm saying, sir, shit, me for real, J-Rock. But when we get the product, we can't be mad. <laughs> it's like, sometimes it be worth the wait. So it's like, TDE, man, like I always say, a brand you can trust when it comes to TDE. So let's get to it, man. Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning, 16 Records. Of course, features, Duke Deuce, Uzi. Could have dealt without the Uzi track, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't like the placement of it and the song just ain't. It didn't really go with the album. Like I said, it was early in the album and it just kind of threw me off. Like it wasn't for me. Black, I'm waiting on some new Black too. He's on there. Scissor, of course, J Rock, and some more features, man. He also announced a tour for this project. So if you're going to see Isaiah Rashad, make sure you guys check him out on the road. I enjoyed it, man. Like I said, TDE brand you can trust. I enjoyed it. I really. Like the Tennessee influence he had throughout the project. R.I.P. Young, one of my favorite. Claymore with Smino. Smino, one of them artists, like, I heard a few of his, uh, well, a couple of his projects. Some of them I like, some of them ain't for me. It's like he hit and miss for me. But this feature, he did what he needed to do. So, salute to uh, Smino on that. Of course, Headshots and uh, Lay Witcher, he dropped them before the album. All heard, that's a... That's the kind of Isaiah Rashad I really, really rock with. Uh, rock with. Uh, one of my favorite records, Chad, with the Pimp C salute on the hook. I enjoyed that. 9-3 Freestyle with the Project Pat sample. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed every song on this album except the Lil Uzi song. <laughs> so, <laughs> that basically, out of 16, I like 15. <laughs> so, that should let you know about this project. Where well, I stand with it. Like I said, man, Isaiah Rashad, he back. He delivered. I enjoyed it. He going on tour soon. Maybe there's going to start a TDE run. I, I mentioned it earlier this year. Whenever one person from TDE dropped, maybe they going on a little run. We're waiting on SZA. So, TDE, we we ready. If y'all got, if y'all locked and loaded, it's time to shoot. So, salute to Isaiah Rashad. The house is burning. If you haven't already, check it out. Also, new music, Nas, King Disease 2. With Hit Boy, I was shocked that this album came out, man. Because they just dropped last year. They dropped King Disease 1 last year. Won the Grammy for early this year. So that's another, you know what I'm saying, salute to them on that. So I didn't expect them to come right back with another album, you know what I'm saying, within a year. And Hit Boy said it on interviews, man. Yo, when I'm in the studio with Nas and we working, it's just me and Nas. He, he doing what he doing. I'm making the beat. He writing, smoking, got his Hennessy, and we just chilling, just me and him. And that's how y'all get these projects, so you can't be mad at that. That's the chemistry we've been looking for in hip-hop for a good minute. That's what I want Future and Metro Boomin to be doing. <laughs> right now, that's what I want Future and Metro Boomin to be doing. Locked in the studio, just them two. You know what I'm saying? But it's King Disease too, man. I enjoyed it. 15 records. I enjoy it, but I'm not going to say I like it better than the first one yet. But he do got some records on here, man. Like I said, once again, we're getting to see how hip-hop aged gracefully. 
And Hit Boy and Nas, man, they got some chemistry. Like to hear Nas all those like Hit Boy West Coast type beats. We saw it on um, Death Row East, the record Death Row East. He's talking about his encounter with Tupac and Suge Knight outside of awards show back in the day and everything. And just the beat today is like, man, Hit Boy lacing Nas up with some records, man. So they just dropping and dropping. And two of my favorites, man, the record. I like the Death Row East record. Uh, like the record with Blast, uh, Sunday Brunch. <laughs> like, to hear Nas have a record about Sunday Brunch, I thought it was going to be corny, but I ain't going to lie, it is. Even though I ain't no brunch type of dude. Like, I've tried the, brun I tried the brunch thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, when you want to really try it, you got to realize, you got to get that shit early as hell, man. I just don't be on that type of time, man. You know what I'm saying? For the, for the legit brunch experience. Like, I go to, what's my spot in Columbus? The office. I'll do that. But when you go to the A and all these other different places, man, you just got to work with what you got. Like these weight lines, they be, I see y'all posting pictures, but now I'm taking into consideration how long it took y'all to actually sit down and get the food. Like fam, I just can't do it, bro. But salute the Sunday brunch. Uh, what my other record? Oh, Rare and Moments. Some more examples of the chemistry between Hit Boy and Nas, man. They just got a chemistry. Like I said, I enjoy it. It was a little part in the beginning. Some records, you know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, he, Lauren Hill gave Nas a verse. Miss Lauren Hill, man. Miss Education. She gave Nas a verse. And basically, she was saying, y'all leave me alone. Fam. I'm over here chilling, minding my own business. I got a life. I got kids. I gave y'all classics. If you haven't already, check it out. Nas, King Disease 2. Bodie James and Alchemist. Like I said, I, I knew a couple months ago, I said on the pod, I said, Bodie just need to link back up with Alchemist. They got a project coming out this weekend, I believe. Yes, this weekend. They album come out, so you guys know I'm be tuned into that. Dave East dropped a project with Harry Frog called uh, Hoffa. It's cool. It's like the Dave East a lot of people been waiting for. Like, I've been figured, I like, bro, he just need to get on that Griselda wave. Like, just... Just get on it, man. Like, that's the kind of music you need to be making, bro. So, salute to Dave East and, of course, Harry Fraud. Uh, what else? Any R&B? Any R&B? I don't think I've been. Not no new R&B. I can't think of none. I can't think of no new R&B I've been listening to. I haven't. Not since. Nope. What else? Kanye. Kanye come when Kanye come. <laughs> That's all I got about Kanye. He come when he come. Uh, Drake saying his album done, but he said we supposed to get an album in uh, January. So get that when we get that. But yeah, outside the bullshit, like, you know, I ain't here to talk about all that. The shit been going on after Rolling Loud and all that. I ain't here to talk about all that. Like, when people get money, man. You know what I'm saying? That ego, that ego get you in trouble, bro. But other than that, man, yeah, King Disease 2, Nas and Hit Boy, Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning, man, that's what I've been on, it's been a great week for hip-hop, now, my Lakers. <laughs> I told y'all during the playoffs, take it in while y'all can with these young teams, because in free agency, a lot can change, tried to tell y'all, my Lakers, man. It's hard to be a Lakers fan. It, in 2021, if you've been a Lakers fan during Kobe's five, 
it's hard to be a Laker fan in 2021. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The better chance we have at competing for a championship, do I like it? Of course. They're my team. Of course, I want them to win the championship. But at the same time, it goes against everything I, I, you know what I'm saying, preach about when it comes to people joining teams. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that this is a situation where it's like, okay, Braun recruiting, even though it feels like Braun is recruiting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm not that crazy when it comes to stuff like that, like especially with the Lakers that everybody else. Clearly, within the Laker fan base, it's a separation between Lakers fans and LeBron fans. Clearly. If you're Anthony Davis fan, you Westbrook, not Anthony Davis fans, not Westbrook fans are in the mix. It's weird in Laker Nation. I just want that to be said. It is weird being a Laker fan. If you've been a Lakers fan, like, the thing about it, the reason why it's like, it's not LeBron, it's not Westbrook, it's not Anthony Davis, it's the fan base. And it's not like y'all say, oh, bro, we respect Kobe, we do this with Kobe. Y'all were the one that, no, nah, fam, when you come to Laker Nation, y'all got to, basically, y'all got to bow down to goddamn Kobe, fam. None of that LeBron, Kobe talk from none of y'all. Westbrook fans, Ant Davis fans, y'all just gotta, y'all gotta bow. Sorry, Kobe is Kobe when it comes to the Lakers. Don't y'all ever forget that. Y'all always say why we hate Bron, why we do this to Westbrook. Well, uh, it ain't. It's never the players. It's always the fans. And y'all probably feel that way about Kobe fans, but y'all are in LA now. We didn't come bother y'all. Kobe didn't bounce team to team. Kobe stayed in L.A. <laughs> Sorry, that's just how it played out. But getting into it, man, it looks good on paper. Got Trevor Reza back. I'm happy that that's in order because he was there with Kobe. Dwight Howard, he's another one. He's another one. Dwight Howard. Got Dwight Howard. Uh, you got a whole lot of motherfuckers, man. <laughs> you got a whole lot of motherfuckers. Like, they questioning tampering with Kyle Lowry going to the Heat or whatever. That's the one y'all going to look at for tampering? Really? We just saw what happened with Ant Davis and LeBron before Ant Davis came to L.A. when they was at the All-Star game. That's the one y'all want to look at for tampering? And I'm a Lakers fan, but it's just hard being a Lakers fan in 2021. You know what I'm saying? I ain't at that point. Like I said, in the NFL, I'm just looking to see what uh, Justin Fields do. But everybody know I'm not the biggest when it comes to a, a certain NFL team. Like, I bounce around. I probably watch a, a week, a couple weeks in a row. Probably don't be tuned in for real another week. You know what I'm saying? So, when it comes to college football, everybody knows Tyler, Ohio State. I can never see myself switching from that, and I can really never see myself switching from being a Lakers fan. You know what I'm saying? I would like to have a, another young player be like, okay, let me, he's going to be my next. Like I said, Kobe. He gone, so I got to find another young guy just to be looking at, but okay, he got it in him. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm looking for in terms of outside the Lakers, but I'm still a Lakers fan, but everybody else fan base, y'all just need to shut the hell up. Like, just watch the games. I don't want to hear none of this. Y'all blaming this person. Y'all blaming that person. Oh, y'all just be quiet. Come over here. We like y'all, LeBron, Aunt Day, that gave us a ring. Okay, we got a ring, y'all. Clearly, they looking focused on getting the ring this upcoming season with all these one-year deals. So, y'all just be quiet, sit down, watch the damn game, have your analysis after the game. You're going to have Westbrook fans versus LeBron fans versus Ann Davis fans. Dwight Howard is going to be in the mix. 
Frank Vogel just there. Just be y'all just be quiet. Sit down and watch the games. We all gonna critique this together. It's too many egos and it came to Laker Nation within the past four three, four years. Too many egos. Y'all just gotta come over here, sit down, get it together. You know what I'm saying? You got all year to get it together, Lakers. I don't want to, none of this, oh, we're going to take it day by day before the playoffs. Fam, no. Do what you can do before All-Star break. After All-Star break, lock in. You know what I'm saying? Carmelo. Carmelo. We want Carmelo to get a ring. Us Kobe fan, we want Carmelo to get a ring. This is what this is about. Damn, Westbrook, he get his ring cool, but we want Carmelo to get a ring. LeBron, he's making it his duty to get Carmelo a ring. Westbrook. You got to help out, man. You're going to get your triple-double, Westbrook. Don't worry about it. You're going to get it. But just take smart shots. Don't turn the ball over. When you full pace, you full pace. Don't look for the pass too much. Shit, if you got the whole shit, take that shit. Go a 1,000 miles per hour like you always do. You know what I'm saying? Westbrook do his part. Melo, just because we want you to get a ring, don't mean you off the hook. Melo, if you're coming off the bench, 9 times 10, he coming off the bench probably. Work that post. You one of the greatest shooters ever. One-on-one shooters at that. Get your shot. Dwight Howard. If you want to be a bully, Dwight Howard, be a bully. But you can't be soft at the same time. Pick a side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This season, pick a side. So, of course, y'all know how I feel about role players. That's the main ingredient. Westbrook, Ant Davis, LeBron, Melo, they're going to do what they need to do. Trevor Reza, Dwight Howard. The, one, the vets going to do what they need to do. The vets. Is the young guys, okay, there's a lot of egos for a regular, you know what I'm saying, unknown player to come into, you know what I'm saying, with those egos, those legends. So, it's going to be interesting, Laker Nation. Like I said, Westbrook fans, welcome. Carmelo Anthony fans, welcome. Ant Davis got to get healthy. LeBron, like I say, one thing about it, man, father time not undefeated. Well, Father Time is undefeated. Not saying that, but, you know what I'm saying? We saw the age of the Lakers. You know, ain't going to act like we just shoe in. So, like I said, all y'all just be quiet, sit down. We're going to watch the game together. We're going to critique the games together. We're not going to fight over who fought it was. We're not going to fight over who should take the last shot. We're just going to play team basketball. <laughs> Unless one of y'all come out and do the Kobe line. There's no I and team. Oh, there's no me. And team, what that shit uh, Shaq said, uh, there's no I in team. And he said, Kobe said, I know, but there's an M-E in that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I wish I could have that shit on video. Kobe, there's no I in team. I know, but there's an M-E in that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Salute to Kobe, man. The greatest. But Lakers, y'all just we gonna calm down, man. We got a lot of we got a lot of year left before the season start. It's gonna be interesting. Me, I'm an OG Laker fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad we got the ring a couple years ago in the bubble, even though the, I got my own thoughts about the bubble. But I want Melo to get a ring. I want Melo to get a ring, and I I like it if he was on the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see.
Yo, appreciate y'all for tuning in. This is my episode 133 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great week. Stay safe. Be mindful of your surroundings. Make sure the kids get up for school. Do all what you got to do with that. Go to work. Drink water. And be on the lookout this week. YouTube clips are coming. If you haven't saw the announcement already. So be on the lookout for some YouTube clips. Catch y'all here same time next week. Keep, keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute.